Hello everyone, this is Garrett, welcome back to Garrett's World, this is episode 3, and today we're going to be doing a review of the twenty, the 2009 Tyler Creator album Bastard, but before I get into this review, I just want to um, speak on all the things going on around, all the things that's going on right now with Black Lives Matter, and I do fully support Black Lives Matter, and I think everyone should educate themselves about what's going on. And what's happening before you post or say anything on Instagram or social media in general. I think it's important that everyone should donate to these causes. Like the Minnesota Street Fund that are helping support Black Lives Matter. And also help these businesses that are being destroyed during um, these riots. And also be careful if you are going to protest and riots. As there, there are some scams and stuff going on. So just make sure you educate yourselves. Make sure you're aware. And make sure... You know what you're posting before you post it. Alright, and now we're going to go into this review. First off, we need something. We need that fire, amazing intro. You ready for that fire, amazing intro? Because I don't know, are you? Well, I don't care if you're ready, here it is. Welcome to my world. Yeah, it's Garrett's world. Yo, whose world is this? Dude, come on. This Garrett's world. Alright, now let's get straight into this review. Now, start off, I want to give some background information on this project. This project was released Christmas Day 2009, and during the when this was released, Tyler Carey was only 18, so I believe he had just graduated high school. Um. It's called Bastard because, well, Tyler is a bastard because he was born before his parents were married and actually his dad left him, like, after he was born, so he never knew his dad or anything, which is kind of the main theme of this project. So we're just going to start off going through song through song through this album. Here's the first song, Bastard. In Bastard, Dr. TC is introduced as a fictional therapist that we see throughout this album and throughout his next project, Goblin. Now, on this song, Tyler's filled with many emotions and dark themes and ideas. Sorry, that might cut out. But, um, Tyler talks, talks about these dark feelings and emotions throughout this track and about how his father left him and how he loves his mom because his mom helped raise him as a single parent. And he also talks about like how he was bullied for different things. So one thing that was interesting is he had a line where he talked about he was being bullied for being in honors classes by kids who were slower and not as smart as him. Just something like they were jealous of him. And he also he's somewhat depressed in this song. And he says demons demons running inside my head telling me evil thoughts i'm the dream catcher but nothing but nightmares are caught this is saying he's just has all these evil and dark emotions inside of him um he also has a sister that's in the same situation as him says and he says so both of our imaginations are creations of the effing situation and he also has thoughts of suicide and other stuff all this track and these really deep dark thoughts and it's all a pretty dark song because it's just like a piano in the background with a little something 
in between each verse as the chorus, but it's mainly just the piano. And another line that was interesting it said create OF because I feel we're more talented than 40 year old rappers talking about Gucci, which is something that is still seen today with all these older rappers talking about all these like physical items and different things they inflexing on different possessions they own, which is all seen in younger people too. And that's kind of like saying why he created OF because he wants to do more than just rap about all the stuff he has. And that's mainly all. That's mainly the bulk of what Bastard's about. It's just kind of introduction to the different themes and ideas he's going to talk about throughout the project. I think it's a very good song. Pretty dark, but it's a good song. And that's pretty much all I'd say on Bastard. And there are 15 songs on this, so I'm just going to go through each one and then at the end. Let me give you my full thoughts and ideas about the whole project. So, song number two is seven, and this song Ty's very angry. And he talks about different opposites on um, rhymes, or he talks about opposites in his lyrics throughout the song, such as one of his lyrics is AP students and slackers, which if you're an AP student, you think you work really hard to do all your work, and then slackers the opposite, stuff like that. talks about... Nazis and stuff, which is a very weird thing to talk about and very dark. And he shouts out Hype Track, which is a um, a platform that he can put his music on because these two other platforms, two Doughboys and All Right, rejected him, and so he hates them. And he also thinks people people think he has to be like all these certain things because he's a rapper and. Because and the rappers are this way, but he's like, he says, like, basically, no, I don't have to be like that, and I can do whatever I want. And it's pretty much just a very, pretty angry, intense track, too. And that's all I have to say on seven. Now, song number three is Odd Toddlers featuring Casey Veggies. This is one of my favorite songs on the project just because of the the beat which is also used in mf doom song and i think a jay-z song i can't think of the names um but they're on genius so you look that up and he still he and in tyler's verse he brags about like his skill as like a rapper and producer or whatever but also like how he's kind of like he doesn't he's like criticizing himself he says because i changed my outfit more than trained transsexuals change gender which is a very Weird line, but I mean, I guess it makes sense. Um, and then Casey Veggies come on, he's some good rhymes, nothing too crazy there. I like Casey Veggies, um, his album, I forget what it's called, it's like Live, Grow, something like that, but that's a good album. Let me check that out, just look up Casey Veggies. But it's a, this is a good song, I think the beat kind of is like the most thing that carries this song. And of course, it's just like a pretty memorable track. It's like, hello, the hype is so mellow. And overall, it's just a good track, Odd Toddlers. And the fourth track is French. This is a very intense, dark, crazy track. Um, very dark rhymes and lyrics. And it's a pretty well-known song. It's like one of the songs that like people saw. Yo, what the heck is that? 
and talks about very dark things such as rape and kidnapping. And this is probably known as Tyler's dirtiest and nastiest song, which is very obvious if you just look at the lyrics. And one of his lines is, Don't tell R. Kelly where my little sister go. Um, I just, yeah. Just think about that. I'm going to say when Haji comes in, Haji beats, when he comes in on this song, he sounds a lot like Kanye. I don't know why. He just does sound like Kanye. And Haji continues the dark theming and stuff, and then Tyler comes in and ends it with a very, very dark and grotesque verse. And that's all I have to say on French. You might have heard it before. It's one of the songs that got like odd feature, kind of a little bit of hype. But right now, Odd Future didn't have that big of a falling. They had probably like maybe like. 50,000 people, I'd say, maybe more, listened to them at this time, or knew of them, maybe less, I don't know, I wasn't, I was only very young when this came out, so I did not hear it when it came out, obviously, but they kind of didn't have that big of a following yet, so they didn't really have to, like, care about, like, what they're saying and stuff, and they didn't have a label telling them what to do, that's why it's kind of like a very raw and dark album. But let's go on to song number five. Song number five is called Blow. And let me just tell you. This is all you're going to need to know. If you want to go listen to this track, go listen to it. But this is all you're going to need to know. This song is from the perspective of Ted Bundy. That's all you need to know. And it's just very weird. Because Tyler talks about luring this girl in with expensive dinners and a nice bracelet. And then kidnapping her and blah blah blah. And it's just a very weird track to be rapping from the perspective of Ted Bundy. A notorious kidnapper and murderer and rapist. But the weird thing is. It's very similar to a love song. And a love story. Which I guess maybe that's how Ted Bundy felt. I don't know just weird to rap from the perspective of Ted Bundy but at the end Ted kills the girl and he doesn't like think it's bad or doesn't think any of this is bad because it's fun I just I don't know this is a weird song okay it's just it's just it's a weird song so let's just let's just skip that track go on to Song 6, Pigs Fly, featuring Domo Genesis. I'm a pretty, I like Domo Genesis. And on featuring it's one of, the, one of my favorite rappers. But, this is like, the song is about reaching and, hold on, sorry. I'm sorry about this. Sorry for all the cuts out. I'm in this review it's just my dog was barking I need to take care of her anyways I'm sorry I'm just <coughs> I'm really sorry about those pauses or whatever and all the blank space but you know it's whatever so song 6 pigs fly featuring Domo Genesis is about reaching untainable things which is pigs fly is why he called pigs fly and there's some interesting lyrics here he says I always judge a book by the cover never the page which is something 
that I think people can relate to is like you say, oh, don't judge a book by cover, but many people do, and that's why you have to teach not to. So that's something Tyler and Betsy does. And another lyric is he says, I'm so damn illegal that I need to be arrested, but then they'll get my mom for 18 years of possession. Which is crazy because he's 18 and his mom is taking care. Track 9 is a very weird song. I can't say the name of it because I don't swear. Um, well, it's, I'll spell it A-S-S, Milk. Featuring Earl Sweatshirt. Um, in this song, Tyler and Earl rap back and forth talking about different things. Rape, murder, pop culture, pop, pop culture references. And the thing I found interesting is when Earl raps, the beat is much lighter and happier than when Tyler raps. It's pretty dark and scary. And the reason I might think this is, well, Earl's a couple years younger, so maybe he's like younger people won't like think he's gonna like say stuff, so they kind of have like this happy attitude when they hear him. It's like, oh, he's just a kid, he's not gonna say anything. When Tyler comes, he's older, they expect him to be like dirty and dark. So that's why the beat's dark, but overall, they're both pretty dark and gruesome. I mean, Tyler is a little more, I will say. But that's what I thought of it when the beat changes like that. So. One interesting line that's a pop culture reference is hat is always forced, so the B words call me gump. Force gump. No, force color hat. Gum gump, whatever. And one thing that's weird is Tyler has some homophobic lines, which recently he's admitted he's like kind of come out as like bisexual or whatever, and Igor is all about how he likes a guy. So it's kind of just interesting to see how maybe he's like in denial, that's why he said he like hates it and stuff. And then he kind of admitted, oh no, I don't hate it. Just kidding. So I don't know. Or maybe it's just a case, just wants to be rebellious. He's only 18, you know? So I don't, I'm, I wouldn't think too much deep into it, even though I kind of am right now. But, anyways, next song, track 10, VCR slash Wheels. And it's a two song, VCR Wheels. Song. So VCR is like a love song where Tyler compares his, this girl he loves to a VCR. He's the tape. That's pretty much it. And in Wheels, Tyler is sour that his girlfriend dumped him. And in Wheels, it's like a love song, but where it's a love song where Tyler is trying to get this girl to date him. That's pretty much Wheels. Like, I guess, like, he got dumped, I guess, and he's trying to get her back. It's what I thought of it. And it's a pretty good song. It's kind of mellow, but dark. So it's kind of in between. And the number uh, track 11 session featuring Mike G and Haji Weeds. Mike G is also one of my favorite rappers at OF. Um, and this song's about like his Tyler, his friends are like smoking weed and doing whatever. Tyler doesn't do that stuff, so he decides to have a rap session. And he does a pretty good job rapping on this song. And he says, "Oh, I don't, I don't need smoke. I'm high off life." And one really interesting lyric I noticed is, "If you got an effing problem with the future." You can get a death wish like Atiba. And Atiba Jefferson is a photographer, a skate photographer. He was worked with Death Wish skateboards. So it's kind of like, just kind of interesting double entendre thing there, whatever. Just kind of just thought a little interesting reference that I noticed. And Haji refs about how he's in love with the weed in the song. Mike G has a good verse where he refs about woman and flexes a little. So overall, it's a pretty good song. Not much substance there, not too dark. It's a pretty good song on this album, I'd say. Probably one of my favorites on this album. But now we're gonna go to track 12.
Shrek 12 is called Sarah. And it's about Tyler's in love with this girl named Sarah. And it's kind of just another love song on the album. And Tyler kind of tries to force him to love him, even though she doesn't. Talks about kidnapping her. And in the end, I think Tyler just wants to feel loved. And will do anything to get this feeling. Because, like, he may not feel loved because he's not a father. He doesn't feel like he has that second parent to love him or whatever. Or just maybe doesn't have good luck with girls or whatever. So he just wants to get that feeling. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of... He's trying to kind of force it, I think. That's why it's not coming out. That's why it's not coming out the way he wants. But, you know... Someone just love Tyler. Come on. He's so sad. He wants to feel love, you know? Come on. Anyways, number th- track 13, Jack and the Beatstock. I don't have much to say about this song. It's braggadocious rhymes. Tyler mocks certain rap stereotypes in my opinion I think the song's pretty boring the B isn't that good and Tyler uses synths at the end which is something he still uses synths to this day so synthesizers it's kind of interesting I know it's that whatever it's a pretty boring song so I gotta say nothing I really want to talk about there track 14 Tina featuring Jasper Dolphin and Travis Taco Jasper and Taco and they are not rappers, but they're on this, and it's hilarious. It's a, it's a hilarious song, I will say. And it does not make any sense, this song. And it's also pretty vibey, I will say. It's just funny, because Jasper just kind of freestyles random stuff. Tyler just kind of joins them. And then Taco's verse, he like says, mumbles some stuff, and then he says, stop the beat, and just starts eating chips. Like, throughout his verse. That was basically his verse. So it's pretty good pretty good track i'd say if you know jasper and taco they're also in loiter squad with tyler jasper taco and lionel it's a funny show check that out but now we're on the track 15 inglorious it's called inglorious because glorious bastards the quentin tarantino movie so saying he's inglorious i guess whatever and this has a pretty sick beat and it's like a piano beat with some synths and it's a very heartfelt song that continues the theme of like not if his father leaving him and some lines sorry my pop filter fell but some lines that are interesting is bring your pops to school day wait hold on bring your pops to school day for three years they cheated because he didn't have a dad so like kind of felt bad that everyone else brought their dad to school or whatever and he didn't have anyone um he also said I'm I was hyper because I didn't get attention Wait, I was hyper because I didn't get attention from my real pops. Because that's why he's kind of hyper and always saying this stuff. He just kind of wants attention. She gets any attention because he never got that from that second parent. Um, and in the hook, he talks about like how he's happy, he's good, and he graduated high school without a father. And like, okay, yeah, I don't need you anymore, whatever. He's kind of accepting that he's gone and like. No, maybe I don't need him. Maybe I never need him. I did all the stuff without him. It's kind of like in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air when like his dad decides to leave him again, where he's like, I learned how to play basketball. I learned how to ride a bike. I learned how to drive without him. Stuff is pretty cool scene in Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And one interesting line is this is pretty much this sums up Tyler's thoughts. He says he bought me a hoodie, a couple albums that's gonna make up for the years and the tears so saying like you're never gonna make up to me like 
leaving me for that long, leaving me without a father, like, kind of saying, you know, you can do whatever you want, but I don't care anymore, and it's kind of interesting to, like, leave him, be like, no, I don't need you, whatever, you, you, don't, you didn't do anything for me, so it's kind of cool, he's accepting that he doesn't have a father, he doesn't need one, he's okay, so I think it's a good way to end the album there, but now let's just talk about this album, this album's very raw, it's very, the production is pretty good for an 18-year-old Tyler creator, and I think it's just like an interesting debut album. I know he's had like other mixtapes or whatever, but it's a it's his debut album, released like not by a label. And he did a pretty good job, I will say. It's just something like it's kind of like it's like it's what I expect knowing Tyler the Creator. I've listened to it before, but I listened to it again recently, and it's pretty good. I know a lot of people don't like it, get offended by it, but whatever. He kind of tries to offend offend people. But in the end, I'd, I'd give this album like, I don't know, 6 out of 10. Because it has like, good rhymes, but I just don't think it has that much replay value. You're not going to go listen to Bastard all the time. It's, it's like, cool to listen to once, just get the idea, but it's just not like something you add to the playlist. That's why 6 out of 10, because it does a good job, it just doesn't have much replay value. So 6 out of 10, pretty good album. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say about this album. And now, I will be doing Goblin next, because I'm going through his discography. So it'll be Goblin, Wolf, Flyboy, Igor, and that'll be it. But, that's all I have for Bastard. And before I end this, I will say, this should be on Apple Music. I sent in to Apple, and they're just reviewing it, so it should be fine, because I already have it on Spotify. But it, I don't know why it wouldn't be, because Apple just is being annoying about it. But we'll see. Anyways, if you liked it, just like it or whatever, I don't know. Also, go follow my Instagram, garretts.world, G-A-R-E-T-T-S dot W-O-R-L-D. It's on Instagram. Go anyway, check out my Instagram. And also, thanks for listening. If you liked the review, keep tuned for the next one. Sorry about all the pauses and stuff again. My dog was barking and it's interrupted a little a couple times, so it's just some long pauses. Sorry about that. But anyways, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And see you next time on Carrot's World. I just want to say, I recorded this early in the morning. So if you don't understand me, I'm sorry. Okay? Don't be mad. Okay? It's early. Okay? I'm sorry. I'll do better next time. I was looking back, editing through it, listening to it, and... And it was hard to understand me, and I apologize, okay? I'll, I'll work on it. I'll do better next time, I promise. I promise. Anyways, goodbye.